All right, everybody. This is Epic Adventures. This is episode 58. And um, this is Coach Arnie. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Follow us. Um, and uh, send us your comments. We'd love to hear your comments. Share the episodes. That's always a cool thing. Follow us on social media, TikTok, Twitter, Real Coach Arnie. Um, Arnie Fonseca Jr. at LinkedIn and Facebook. Coach Arnie on Facebook as well. You can uh, Coach Arnie F on Instagram. You can text or call me 602-390-9144. Would love to hear from you. Would love to have a conversation with you. And um, always you can always Google me and see what I'm all about as well. Um Today I want to have a little bit of fun with this based on a phone call I got earlier from somebody. As many of you know, I'm a an adventure coach, uh, exercise physiologist. So um, I, as an adventure coach, I want to make the experience for you a great experience because we've all done things that we we learned the hard way, and for many. Uh, it was. It became a one-off adventure because it was so hard. It was so um, uh, debilitating. Let's say sometimes physically too, but mentally exhausting, and and may have cost us financially more than we expected. All because we didn't plan. All because we didn't do the right thing and and here's the thing about an adventure you don't know what the right thing is especially if you're kind of diving into it's like diving into a cold swimming pool I mean you can dip your toe in and and it may be um you may feel cold and you may think oh geez I'm just gonna go in there and and sometimes you can you can it'll be okay and sometimes it'll be just doggone cold so um, we don't know. And that's the thing about an adventure. And especially when you're doing the Grand Canyon. Um, one of the main reasons that I, I've started the Grand Canyon and I'm so passionate about it is because I've been taught to appreciate, to respect the canyon. And because of, of its uniqueness and it's actually, it's danger as well. And, and so when I hear stories like I'm going to share with you right now, I, 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 Part of me laughs and another part of me is um, fearful that many, many are doing exactly what I'm going to share with you on how not to do the Grand Canyon. And I got permission from this person. I'm not going to use any names because I consider her a a good friend. We've met just recently in the last few months. Um, But she gave me her permission to share the story um, with, with you and as as and we're titling it how not to do the grand canyon now this is somebody who's in her 60s uh so but has it has an impressive background of endurance and training for well over 30 years and so um and 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 it's got a great mindset and a wonderful spirit but that doesn't matter the only thing that helped her with was surviving but who wants to do a great adventure and survive? I mean, sure, that's part of it. But don't you want to come out with a thrill and a, 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 a bunch of great memories? And, and then what I always tell my clients 
is when we finish, I want you to have your arms raised high. And I want you to be saying, Coach, what are we doing next? What's next? You know, as my coach taught me almost 50 years ago, always ask what's next. Always ask what's next. So with this with this individual, um, she knew what I did and we had talked and she basically made a decision that she couldn't afford what I was doing and she was going to figure it out herself because, yeah, she was an athlete and she fairly smart person, but she's going to figure it. Hey, look, I've been there, you know, uh, and did it turn out okay? Yeah. But for one person in our group, it didn't. And he has been scarred ever since. So learning the hard way does work, but it can also cause other problems as well. So in her case, she would she made a uh, a plan to do the Grand Canyon a month from now, but things came up as they often do, and and she was going with somebody who was half her age or less than half her age, so that could be a problem unless that person is aware of the teamwork that is needed and the camaraderie that is needed, and in this case. <laughs> Both people didn't have a plan. So they decided to do what's called the cowboy loop, which is, or the safe cowboy loop, which is going down South Kaibab to Phantom Ranch and then back up um, Bright Angel Trail. And their journey started from the beginning. Number one, they got a late start, which means they got to their hotel. Uh, late because they'd never been to the Grand Canyon, so they stayed in Tucson at a hotel, and they got—they uh, didn't get very good sleep. So they then entered the park on a Saturday, which is never a great idea unless you can figure out how you're going to do that uh, safely. Um, so they—they. Um, it wasn't Saturday morning because their their plan was to do the canyon. Or they did the canyon on a Sunday, so they um, so let me let me reverse that here a second. They stayed in Tucson Saturday night, but they got a late start, so they didn't get uh, a good night's rest. They got up early and they got into the park um, early Sunday morning, and. Um, um, didn't have any clue where they were going to go. So they ended up parking at a parking lot, which they weren't even sure where it was at. Then they had to figure out how to get to the the bus, which was nearby. But because of the strict uh, COVID code uh, that the buses have to follow, it took them well over an hour just to get over to the South Kaibab Trailhead. Which right now it's a problem because only 15 people are allowed on the bus. And um, if you're waiting for the bus, um, you're going you're gonna to be in lines. Especially early in the morning uh, at the canyon. It's just the way it is. So that's, that's a planning issue for anybody doing the canyon right now. So have your ride set up or, or have a plan. 
so once they got over to the um, trailhead, it was after 7 o'clock in the morning. And having never done seven miles downhill, um, the most this one person ever went was 10 miles. So she took on South Kaibab with with regular training. I'm not saying she was out of shape, but she regular training. Uh, but here's the here's the kicker, guys. She she said she had COVID three weeks ago. Now, obviously, she did not have a serious case. And she recovered well, but she she had an illness which took her out of some of her training. So she takes on South Kaibab with her young partner, and she's heading down the trail. It took them five hours to do South Kaibab to Phantom Ranch. Five hours. That's a nightmare. That's way too much time on your feet going downhill. um, Especially if you're not used to that. Way too much time. So that's a mistake. Well, that's a mistake. Second, another mistake they made was not staying together. This young, the young whippersnapper that was with her got ahead of her and when they got to the um when you come off of south kaibab you come along the um the river there as you cross black's bridge and there's a sign there but the partner took off on her and headed on the phantom ranch this person had never been to phantom ranch so they're both kind of wandering around and she finally figured out where it was, but she actually ended up going almost another extra mile or so past Phantom Ranch. Um, so that was another mistake. Came back, spent some more time down at Phantom Ranch, recovering from that five-hour downhill journey, um, drinking some lemonade and um, just enjoying the beauty down there, which is probably the best thing they've done so far. Uh, so, so now... But now you're looking at, you know, seven hours. So now you're talking about, it's now the middle of the afternoon when they're starting back up Bright Angel. Again, they've never been on Bright Angel. So now they're heading over to the Silver Bridge and they are heading along the river trail. And again, they don't know any of this. And then they're heading up and they've been told stories. You know, she did her, she tried to do some homework. She was afraid to call me because Coach Arnie was going to charge her a lot of money to help her. Eh, probably not. I would have helped her. I would have told her not to do it. How's that? But, you know, hey, look, what do I know? You know, we were laughing about it today. But this it could have been disastrous, everybody. I just want you to know that. It could have been disastrous. But they make it along the river trail and then they turn up Bright Angel and they're on their way and um, they're just moseying along up the trail and she she had no idea where Devil's Corkscrew was, which was probably a good idea but she cruised up to Devil's up Devil's Corkscrew and, and she thought that the trip to, to Indian Gardens was pretty good, not a big deal probably because she had rested so long up on um, on Bright Angel excuse me, at Phantom Ranch so the two or three hours, I think it took him uh, three hours or so to get to Indian Gardens. Again, a long time, but if you've never done it before and um, you've already been on, you know, you already had the five hour downhill, who's to know? 
So they get to Indian Gardens and they kind of relax, get something to eat, fill their water bottles up. She had realized she carried way too much water, way too much supplies. She had no idea what she was doing as far as any of that goes. And um, so her shoulders were aching and back and everything else on the climb. So they head on up. Now the steep part. You know, you got to go up Jacob's Ladder to Three Mile Rest House. And um, and then on the way to one and a half. And um, that took them forever. They literally, it took them another, I want to say, three, close to six. It took them another four hours. Because they didn't get out of there until 10 o'clock at night. 10 o'clock at night out of Bright Angel. So run the numbers, folks. 7 o'clock in the morning till 10 o'clock at night. That's 12. That's a... That's a... <clears throat> that's a 15-hour... That's a 15-hour... Rim to Phantom Ranch adventure. That's... That's... That's a minimum of 5 hours too long in my books. 5 hours too long. Which means if you're not in condition to do... Uh, it in 10 hours, you shouldn't do it. Or fix it I mean shorten it up or do something but way too long so that was that was the last of the mistakes and then they had to head over to the hotel and were exhausted um, barely didn't know where their car was because they'd never been there before luckily got a ride and somebody took them to their par- car they were staying in Tucson which probably the best thing they did was to f- stay in Tucson they headed over to their hotel and once they figured that mess out they literally took a shower had a glass of tea and were zonked out so they didn't even get to celebrate they didn't even get to celebrate which is again another mistake you know i want anybody that comes with me to get a full experience but the full experience is the journey the training earning your adventure earning the adventure and then experience it get the great pictures and and all the things that they missed out on. They missed out on all the beauty of Bright Angel Trail because it was in the dark. They didn't get to see all the beauty coming up through there and experience. They were just trying to survive the last four hours. That's not fun. Now, she did it and we laughed about it today. But she knows she didn't do it right. And she knows that the only reason she made it because her mindset is, is tough as nails. And she's tough as nails herself. But that's not how you want to do it. So the bottom line here, ask for help. Get help so you know what you're doing. Get help in your training so you're ready. Because you don't want to be a statistic. You want you want the Grand Canyon to be something to remember and tell great stories. But tell great stories because you did something great. Not that you survived. I mean, some might think that's great. I don't. Um, and why risk something like that? Look, I'm all about risk. But to me, let's risk something that you can measure. You know, not just throwing, you know, um, dirt up in the wind. Okay? Let's let's do something you can measure how hard you trained, how you did your nutrition, all the things that are involved in something like this. And then the planning. Do your planning, the hotels, the travel, so that you can have a great 
celebration with your friends and family or whoever. All right, guys. I had to share that story with you. She allowed me to, but that's how not to do the Grand Canyon. Okay? How not to do it. I love you. If you're planning on doing that Grand Canyon, you can always give me a holler. 602-390-9144. I'd love to help you. I've actually done some podcasts here on some stuff for you if you're uh, doing an R3. But um, look, at uh, Epic Adventures, we're about doing it the right way. We're about helping you do it the right way. And I'd love to help you. We're also doing lots of stuff on Facebook now and LinkedIn and Instagram for some training, some exercises that will help you to get stronger, you know, especially for us older guys and older people and ladies. Let's get those joints in good shape. Let's get that mobility. Let's be strong. Let's make the Grand Canyon a, a great event, a memorable event. And, um, Yeah, I love you guys. I'll I'll talk to you later. This has been episode 58 of Epic Adventures. And don't forget to follow us. And don't forget to share and subscribe to the show as well. Take care.